all like dying or something and it's like oh no but we have to get this out before <laughs> before the about? end <laughs> like a little audio play you know what i mean i don't know what you're talking about oh shit okay i'll explain it to you later hey hey welcome to bonus barrel I am Rob, and with me today is uh, Left. Left's here, yeah. <laughs> and the other two. Okay, Shelby. <laughs> Saging. So, people who've listened to us for a long time know that we're recording separately, and in the past, I would gesture to the people, <laughs> and that's no longer possible. So, that leads to people being confused as to who to start. So, anyways, we're back episode 96 and yeah so let's get right into it because it might be a shorter one i got a couple news things real quick you guys know uh bit trip runner yes sounds well, familiar a third third one coming out which is really cool because uh bit trip runner is awesome and i think this is called runner three and uh oh yes oh okay so this is something you know about seiji famicom mini i actually yep. want that more than the regular one just because there's probably some games i haven't played is that going to be released in north america i don't think so yeah well, it's, it's their version. Probably not region locked. It has no software, right? Yeah, exactly. You can just plug it in any TV, I imagine. Yeah. So what? what is that? Like the, the NES mini thing that they're coming out with, but the Famicom version? Yeah. Is that all that is? Okay, that's cool. It I has, appreciate it that. It has some different games. I can actually bring it up real quick and we can, it'll be interesting. I'm, in, I'm interested if any of you have played some of these games that have not made the list. So their list is Donkey Kong, Pac-Man, Excite Bike, Balloon Fight, Ice Climber, Galaga. So those are all the same. Y- Year Kung Fu. It's probably just Kung Fu. I'm assuming it's just the Must Kung, Kung Fu game. Fu. Yeah. Yeah. Super Mario Bros. Legend of Zelda. Atlantis No Nazo. I don't know what that is. The mystery of Atlantis. Know. Well, yeah. I better. I don't know. Did we get that over here? I don't think so. Okay. Gradius Makai Village, which is Ghosts and Goblins. Solomon's Key. Metroid. Castlevania. Adventures of Link. Bumping Sumo. We didn't get that. Super Mario Bros. <laughs> Ninja Gaiden. Mega Man Two. River City Ransom, which is pretty cool. Double Dragon 2. Super Tamashito. Luo. Super C in the US. Final Fantasy 3. That's cool. Dr. Mario. Downtown Neketsu. March. <laughs> Sore Yuke. Uh, Mario Open Golf. Super Mario USA. And Kirby's Adventure. Yeah. That cool. sounds like a pretty solid list right there. I that's, think your list is awesome. better than yeah. ours. Yeah. I would I agree. Like Those are like all of the best games. And some other, like Final Fantasy 3, I don't think even ours had, ours is getting one Final Fantasy. Yeah, Bullshit. that's a good point, actually. Yeah, yeah. No no Dragon Warrior is kind of weird, though. Yeah, I, maybe they had to decide between that and Final Fantasy. You know, speaking and Final of Final Fantasy is obviously better. That is true. Speaking of Final Fantasy, guess what's coming over here? You guys ready? The trading card game. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I saw yeah. that. <laughs> are you going to get into that oh, now, Rob? It looks terrible. <laughs> It doesn't even have custom art. It's like just stuff from the game and stuff. I like when card games oh, yeah. give custom stuff. Like the Pokemon cards are all, you know, they're not like fucking Pokedex entries that's in every card. It's all new illustrations and stuff. But this is just like the cover to Final Fantasy X and screen grabs and stuff. It's boring. They should make it they unique. Should, they should just take the card game from Final Fantasy VIII and make that an actual card game. Triple triad. There yeah. we go. That it's a win for cool. everybody. It's a win for the world. Yeah, and... yeah. World win. <laughs> And two Pokemon things. Caldeo is free right now because they're doing a legendary every month. Uh, so if you don't have uh, Caldeo or Keldeo or however you want to pronounce it, now's your time to get it. Pokemon, what, X and Y, Ruby and Sapphire? There you go. And, oh, Pokemon Generations Episode 4 is out. Did you guys watch it? Yeah. No, I haven't I haven't okay. watched 3 or 4 yet. 
Oh my God! Well, four is is about uh, Lance and his. Uh, is it Lance? Yeah, yeah, it's Lance. Lance and his Dragonite just wrecking uh, shit at uh, Team Rockets in in the did, uh, Johto region. Didn't say four was horrendous or something. It wasn't that Sage's comment. I didn't Did like you? it. I liked it, but only because number three was so awesome. We didn't talk about episode. Three, we didn't right? talk about the, the the Elite Four. Yeah, it's Red's run at the Elite Four. Yeah, it's Blue's run, cool. isn't it? Well, I don't know who's red well, and who's it, blue. Like blue, Ash blue, is... blue is Gary and Ash is red. Okay, Gary's. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. So it was it was Blue's run through, and then his, and then at the end you see that he's going to lose it right after, which is pretty hilarious. Yeah, three three is pretty cool, but the voice acting was awful. <laughs> In which like, one? Three. Yeah, it's like there's a new champion and it is me or something like that. It was really bad. <laughs> yeah, those should be in Japanese too, right? I haven't watched those yeah. in Japanese. They're probably. Better. I'm gonna look for them. I I agree. I think they would be better in Japanese. The four of them are quite like nonsensical, but the fourth one is just pushing it too much. It's like it's it's just whatever to me. I, I liked it. It was cool, and the animation was nice, and it was uh, it was fun. I enjoyed it. I don't know what what didn't you like about it? It's very nonsensical. It's like is that in the video, in in any of the video games like Lance? Yeah, it, it's them. It's, them it. it's it's the Lake of Rage stuff when all the Pokemon are going nuts and all the Gyarados are being forced to evolve because a Team Rocket had those electrodes hooked up to the machine and, and it's messing with everyone. That yeah, happened I don't know. in the game. You just forgot. You're getting old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is just as obscure as Episode Two. Like, it's the same vein of things that happen in the game in the background that you don't see you go in as gold or silver i guess in um the gold silver and you kind of free that base and stop the machine and find out oh this is gold silver okay yeah i I, I didn't play that one really yeah i just the best one i played first generation and then the fourth generation so maybe that's why i didn't get it so i thought i thought we were generation was only covering red and blue but up to this point, I mean, now that you mentioned that, now it kind of makes sense. So this is, th- that's uh, why I didn't understand. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Th- that's probably why then. Then. Hooray! Then I guess it was okay. Oh, good. <laughs> definitely <laughs> played She's been over. convinced. It's good. That's all the news I have. Was there anything else that stuck up significantly this week? I saw something come up that kind of put a smile to my face. So now it's, it's kind of for bad reasons, I suppose. Maybe because oh, I'm just God. a mean, because me, I'm a mean person. Yeah, um, but did you guys person. see how No Man's Sky is in the news again for no good reasons? No, what happened? So apparently they're looking at filing a lawsuit against was it oh, Hello Games yeah. for fal- false advertisement for everything that the game promised and did not deliver on. <laughs> you, you know what? The, you know this is Spore, right? This is exactly what yeah. happened with Spore. Well, yeah. There's actually I was kind of reading it up, and there's like three other games that kind of set the precedent for um, false advertising in in video games. Um, so just kind of a funny thing to read. Now for anyone who's kind of curious. How it's going to play out from the looks of it they're not actually going to get sued um, no of course not but no, what, no, what, what, what was the other examples I, what what were they um well so one of them was aliens colonial marines okay uh which is a gearbox sega game yep. um i i guess it, it promised on the footage uh that they showed in uh, at like uh, conferences and stuff like that was not actual footage that was ever in the game it was much more polished uh, but that than how the, the game came out it it definitely does um although for that instance that's a little uh, bit different though cuz it looks Sega, better than it's supposed to they did have to settle out of court for a whopping 1.25 million dollars on aliens yeah. colonial marines so it does happen um and the other one here that i have is uh, kill zone uh, Shadow Fall. That's the um, PS4 one, right? 
I think so. Yeah, I like um, that game. That was fun. And th- that one, I guess it's it's see the thing with um aliens was a little like oh you know we saw this but it was promised this so they were kind of like you know that's within the realm of things that can happen without outside the realm of legality but i guess with with kill zone it was a little bit different because they were making tech spec promises and then weren't meeting those promises so it's much more clear cut being like hey you promised this but you only delivered this so you know we know that you did not promise or deliver what exactly it is you said you were going to so there was more of a precedent there um than with the the aliens game but Mm. either way like i i personally like i hate how no man's sky was being being hyped by the developers hardcore big time big time um yeah. so i'm kind of glad to see this kind of bite them in the butt a little bit i mean i feel bad just, that they didn't do it that sucks yeah but like they should have they should have been a little more forthcoming with the game is is kind of how i feel that they should have been and, and they kept saying it's got this it has this and they, they were just trying to sell games because you know I've, I've been reading reports that the game has about a thousand people that play it on on pc now like mostly everyone who bought it returned it within their their time 24 hour time window or whatever it was oh yeah so like the the game the gamer base went from like whatever amount of people down to about a thousand within a week that's crazy i mean i haven't played it so i don't have any real comment on it other than you know that sucks yeah well like i've never played it either but um it's it's such it's just such a this weird game just mostly because the guy just really talked it up a whole bunch so I think he's learned his lesson. Yeah, you got to be careful about overselling your product <laughs> yeah. before it comes out. Yeah, and I guess people were talking to lawyers about it, and then the conclusion is, is it a legitimate complaint? Yes. Is it a legitimate legal complaint? No. See, this is I, – I said Spore originally. Spore wound up being a pretty fun game, but it just wasn't the seamless uh, thing that you that I thought it was going to be. I was very excited yeah. for it. And I, and I want to – because I don't want to say it was a bad game because I, I did get it and, and I enjoyed it. It's just – it wasn't what I thought it was going to be, but this, but it seems like in this No Man's Sky's case, it's completely different, or, or rather, not, none of these big features, the big stuff they promised seems to be really there, but I don't know. Yeah, see, I, I had a similar thing with Spore. When when I first saw um, some announcement trailers for Spore, I got really hyped for it, yeah. and then I kind of like forgot about it for like maybe two years, Took and then, yeah, and then I just kind of seen it in the store once, and I just kind of purchased it on a whim and you know i i, I fo- stopped following the hype train so i didn't really know what they were promising but right it was a it was a fun little game yeah i liked um, it. it 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 didn't keep me too involved but i certainly didn't feel like i was ripped off when yeah i, 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 I didn't either, but 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 when they, when they were first painting the picture of it i was i i had a, a vision in my my head at least of a much seamless experience that kind of spore has you in chapters almost but i think initially yeah. they were going to have it be one seamless thing which that's one thing i wish would have happened but it was still a pretty good game yeah it was, so, it was pretty good yeah any other news cg shelbo uh it's been old news what is it it's uh the great ace attorney 2 was announced in japan I think. oh yeah but we didn't get the first one over here anyway so it'll probably be the second one. Oh, yeah that's sad way to depress well. us all shelby yeah thanks shelby Seiji. can only hope what platform is that uh, 3DS? 3DS, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Now, do you guys know that Amazon has, like, a games division? I've heard of it, but have they made anything yet? They, this week, they uh, they showed their game is called Breakaway. Like, this third-person, I don't know if it's a shooter or a brawler, but it's a, a PvP game, four against four, and there's uh, a relic in the middle of the arena, and you have to 
take the relic back to your to your base or something like that. It looks okay. It looks interesting. It looks mm. as interesting to me as Overwatch. So yeah. Is it a free to play game? I don't think so. It doesn't seem like okay. it. I, I just I'm when, when you say Yahoo, I assume it's like a, a Yahoo Flash based free to play type game. But... It's it's Amazon, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Amazon. It's Sorry, Amazon. I forgot to say Yahoo. Yeah, it it looks pretty much like a triple A game. It looks really uh, uh well polished. Oh, so well, I'm interested. Yeah, to keep my eye out for when it comes out. Google it. Uh, they have like a 10 minute uh footage video, and it looks like really responsive and quick, like fast action. Uh, I don't know. I enjoyed watching the the gameplay. Yeah. What's it called again? Uh, Breakaway. Breakaway. Okay, I'll have to check that out. All right. If there's no other news, since it's a short episode, we should go into uh, our topic. What do you I, say? I got one more thing. Oh, please. One jump in. more thing. So yep, yep. I I said I was gonna stop playing Caro Blaster, but that was a lie. Oh my god. I I still play Caro Blaster, <laughs> and I discovered new stuff in it today. Wait a second. You were supposed to close it down once Sagey left. I was. Um, but I decided to do one more playthrough. Okay. And what did you find? I found. So, do you guys remember? I don't know. I don't know if you got it, Rob, because I don't know if you did a subsequent secondary playthrough. No, but there's one. like a, a, a secret weapon called the Kuro Blaster. Okay, I've heard of it. So it's actually pretty terrible. Um, it's got short range and low damage. I've never really used it for anything serious when I play the game. Sounds terrible. Um, oh, <laughs> but this, but one thing I figured out today is that so on the third level, um, Oxox Hotel. Yeah. When you do your second playthrough of the game, you have your jetpack and you have all your weapons already. Um, so at the very beginning of the Oxox Hotel, you can go to the right, just jump on a platform that you can't reach. Uh, normally because you don't have the jetpack. Mm -hmm. So I learned if you go through that way, you get the Kuro Blaster a level earlier. So I got the Kuro Blaster on level three, and then through level four, there's a secret area that I found where you get the Kuro Blaster. So I got it the second time, yeah. and you get an upgraded Kuro Blaster. Oh, that is shit. definitely the best, definitely the best weapon in the game. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah. yeah I See, I, I would... You really should. Um, it's really cool. It like shoots in like a figure eight around you. So you're constantly protected. Um, it's a really, really fun weapon. I was still looking for, I was hoping I was going to get this, this rocket launcher that I remember you guys saying that was in the scripts of the game, but was never actually in oh, yeah, the game. Yeah. So I was hoping that I was onto it when I found this other, um, hidden way to go, but apparently it's just a way to upgrade the curl blaster, but it's still cool that I'm finding secrets. You know, I think that Shelby that should amazing. play this game. She Shelby, definitely should. Shelby, play. you need to play Carol Blaster. It's like one of the most fun platformers we played. It's like a hidden gem because I don't think a lot of people played it. But it's super cheap. I might even have a copy uh, for you or buy you one or something. You should definitely play it. Good phone. We game. all agree. Definitely Shelby should play. I wouldn't play on the phone though. I, I mean, would, but, but but left swears by playing on the phone. It's a platformer that apparently works on the phone, but I played the controller and it was the best. I'm sure it would be better with a controller, but it's better. It is better, yeah. but yeah. Uh, once you get accustomed to the mobile controller, it's not bad at all. All right. Well, badass. Definitely play it. Let's go to our topic. Up next, our topic. All right. We're back. So this week was my topic, and I chose for us to talk about quick-time events. So before I give you the definition of quick-time events, what do you guys think QTEs are? Go Seiji! Well, you guys mentioned in the past that it was like, it's a cinematic that stops and you have to like hit a button at the right moment or a combination of them, and then you can continue watching that cinematic. That's my understanding of it, and I've seen this applied in like newer games, mostly. 
right off the bat, I can't think of an older game that uses this kind of technique, but that's what I, I got. I got you guys covered for that. But I, that's a pretty good way. I, I assume you two kind of agree. Yeah, I just I just want to point out that I liked how Seiji's definition of it is is something that we said in the past because he's never <laughs> played a game with quick time events before. I think that he has. So here's here's Ooh. the little little uh, the first of all the wiki definition. So uh, in video games, a quick time event is a method of con- uh, context sensitive gameplay in which the player performs actions on the control device shortly after the appearance of an on screen instruction prompt. It allows for limited control of the game uh, char- game character during cutscenes or cinematic sequences in the game. Performing the prompted action improperly or not at all results in the character's failure at their task and often the game over. Now, the term quick time event is attributed to Yu Suzuki, director of the game Shenmue, which used the QTE feature, then called quick timer events, to a great degree. They allow for the character designer to create sequences of action that cannot be expressed through the game's specific uh, action of uh, uh, standard control schemes or to constrain the player into taking only one specific action at a critical moment. While some of the QTEs have been considered as favorable additions to gameplay, the general use has been panned by journalists and players alike, as these events can break the flow of the game. The history of it, Dragon's Lair in 1983 would, would probably be the very first uh, QTE. Because that, yeah, well, Dra- that whole game Dra- is Dragon's Lair is, is, is entire quick time event, yeah, absolutely. exactly. Yeah. So that's like the first one. So that's the history. So my first question for you guys who are familiar with it, do you like them as a mechanic? I like it if it's if it's used properly, you know, not too much. Um, there's some games that do it a little too much, uh, like The Order, Resident which Evil was 5. basically... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> The yeah, Order. We're in Resident Evil 6, too, which is like... Yeah. A bunch of them? It was like a movie with quick time events and like barely oh, any gameplay. It was horrible. Sad. Oh, that's disappointing. <laughs> that's disappointing. See, the the order, I basically watched the whole game, and it was pretty much just watching a movie with quick time events. Well, the the boss fights were quick time events. The yeah, gameplay yeah. was a third Which, person cover shooter. But, st- but still, that's that's not. A, I hate that for using no, I agree. A boss, kind boss of, battles. That's mostly. that's a not a good way to attack a boss. Is a quick time. Uh, yeah, and I'm gonna ask. I'll talk about specific games shortly. Uh, Seiji, I know you haven't said you have much experience with them, but conceptually, do you think that they're a good mechanic? Anything can be good in the right context. The yeah. problem is that I find that, in especially in, in modern games where they have a lot of graphical power and they can move the camera around and showcase the something more like a movie, uh, something more cinematic, which is right. why this is the idea that I have, right? So they want to, to take control from the player a little bit just to showcase certain aspects graphically of the game. So because that's really not meant to be a game, they put some game elements in there, which is this interaction of, well, mm. if you do it correctly, um, you, you're following the right path. And if not, you fail, like in Dragon Slayer, as, as you said. Yeah. So sometimes it's done and you enjoy it. But I find that, for example, when I was playing Bayonetta, mm-hmm. when that was happening, because it was kind of story related and you're just like like in the mood of the story and stuff, yeah. it's fine. But then when, when you're playing it again, it's like, well, this is just like, I've seen this, so it doesn't have a lot of depth in terms of gameplay. Yeah, it's replay, I, replayability is not good. Yeah, so uh, I personally, I, I dislike them in general, but um, anything can be good. I mean, put in the right context, but right. It, it, it is abuse. So that's what I think. So my stance on it is I, I like them a lot of the times. There are there are times when I don't, of course, but I, I, I as you guys know, I do enjoy cutscenes, and I like when uh, I can interact, as long as there's a pass or fail. Some games will have you do them, and there's like no... It doesn't have any negative consequences, which is which is quite silly. Uh, Until Dawn, which is a game that I forgot to put on my list, is largely quick time event 
with lots of different ramifications if you fail them. Even if you fail them and succeed in the story, that can affect the, the life of some other characters, and which so is really fun. So I, I do like them if, if there's a pass-fail kind of, kind of thing to it. Um, so, I was gonna, so I guess the next thing I was going to ask and is games that you've liked them in or, or hated them in. And I, I'll start with this one because it's one of my favorite games, and I probably should hate its inclusion, but it's Aceros Wrath. I don't know. Have you, any of you guys played it? It's like Dragon Ball Z and uh, I don't know what, what mythology it's from, an Eastern mythology. And a lot, a lot of it is quick time events and smashing buttons and having crazy stuff happen. And I don't even think it was all that skill-based, really. It's just a really fun game that I, I had a blast. I mean, I guess you could call it half a movie in a way, but I really, really enjoyed it. I have more, but I'll let you guys talk about some you may have liked. Well, for me, the the game that stands out the most in terms of my memorability with it in quick time events is the first God of War game. Mm-hmm. Um, that was probably the first time I really acknowledged that, you know, what are these like on screen buttons? Like, yo, what am I doing here? And I actually really, really liked it in God of War. And it's mostly how they, they kind of did it. Um, it was never typically like, oh, there was a, like a cinematic and something jumps out at you and you got to push buttons to attack and dodge and whatever. But it was typically used in a sense where if you're fighting an enemy, yeah. um, once it gets weak enough, you can then kind of like get on its back and then engage in a quick time event mm-hmm. to kind of brutally slay this monster. Yeah. And whenever Whenever you do it, in, with the quick time event, you are awarded with additional health or mana or whatever kind yeah. of monster it was. Will give you different ones. So they played it out really well. That it was it was something you didn't actually have to do, um, but you were awarded for doing it. And it, the the one downside is it was very repetitive because um, you were trying to oh I need health so I'm going to kill this minotaur with a quick time event and blah blah blah. Um, but I, I did like how they did it. They gave it a good reward system for doing it, and it wasn't something you needed to be constantly engaging in. Um, and the one thing I really did like about it, too, is is usually that's how you would kill a boss. You would fight a boss, and then once it's been defeated, you know, quote-unquote, you then go through a quick-time event uh, finishing it off. Yeah. And it was very cinematic in that nature, but it still gave you the idea of fighting it and then giving you just a nice little kind of finisher with the quick-time event cinematic. So God of War, to me, stood out as pretty much the first game I played where I really recognized these quick-time events, and I thoroughly enjoyed them. That's a really good example, and I had that on my list as well. And uh, Bayonetta had some of that going too, like Seiji mentioned earlier with the uh, her torture attacks and whatnot. And I, I kind of see these these quick time events as like I don't know emphasis on certain parts of the cutscene. A cutscene's playing through, and and it's almost like if it if it's synced well, when you're hitting these buttons, you get that kind of oomph or emphasis to what's yeah. going on in the scene. And I like that a lot. Yeah, no, I I agree with you because like whenever you know you're trying to push open a door, for example, yeah. and you have to like jam circle like fifty times to do <laughs> it, and you kind of see your guy moving and struggling to do it, it kind of you know puts you in their shoes a yeah, little bit does. more I that so. they're they're exerting themselves a little bit. Don't get me wrong, you're not like sweating buckets just tapping a button over and over again, but it still kind of puts you into their their zone a little bit, which is always nice for immersion. Like Final Fantasy VIII, um, the limit break that Squall used with, with his, his, I think it's Renzo Kukin or whatever it was called, you would be hitting the R1 trigger at the at, as, as he's going through his attacks and you would get yeah. like, extra damage for them, which I always thought was really, really fun. Yeah, I, I never awesome looked movie. at that as a quick time event. I guess, to be I guess honest. in a way, but, it's not. But, There's no cinematic. But no, in a, in a way though, you're kind of right. But it's it's not a cinematic, but it's still in the same vein. So, well, I have a, a couple other games that's like that that I'll, I'll mention in a minute. But uh, Dark Cloud, have you have you played Dark Cloud? 
I love uh, Dark I have a little I have a little story with Dark Cloud. So I had a friend of mine, his name is Adam, and I was playing the first Dark Cloud, which had a lot of uh, QuickTime events in it. And there was one, I think it had a snake in it or something, and, and I was losing really bad at the QuickTime event. I couldn't nail it. And he, my friend was standing behind him. He's like, you're going to lose. You're going to lose. You suck. You suck. You suck. And I'm like, I'm, he's really getting on my nerves because I'm trying to fucking finish this event. And then, and then he kept getting at me so much. And I remember I swung back at him and missed him and hit the wall. And I hit my arm against the wall. And it took me like, like I don't know, six or seven tries to get past that one, one part. And it was terrible. <laughs> oh, Rob. It hurt. I was angry. You hurt my feelings <laughs> and my pride more than my arm was hurt. Was hurting. Shall we? Um, I miss. <laughs> Resident um, Evil Four, didn't you say? Yeah, Resident Evil Four. I just have memories of always being crushed by boulders when trying to play through on pro mode because they get harder at the quick time event. Like the villagers will push them off. You'll have to run from them, and if you don't dodge them at the very last second, you get crushed, die, and you have to do it over. Pro mode where you play the game yourself and not have like your brother play it for you. Oh my god. I played through Resident Evil 4 by I'm, myself. I'm Thank you very much. So pro. I play games <laughs> by myself. Um, do, you, do you guys remember girlfriend mode in uh, the? It was uh, Borderlands 2, right? People were pissed about that. I mean, understandably, what? it's pretty rude. No, I don't. You don't, I don't know about that? Play it. Oh play no, Megan. Um, girlfriend mode in Borderlands. Remember, it was like uh whatever. We're off topic. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry, QD. Look it up. You'll find. You'll find it out yourself. It's rude. Um, also, uh, well, the earliest game that I, I can think of playing with QuickTime events, and it's like actually just integrated right into the gameplay, is uh, Legend of Dragon. Oh yeah, I, w- I had that um, as my list too. And I like the games that have them like in the gameplay versus like the cin- like I like the cinematic yeah. stuff too. But I like uh, a lot of times just like the smaller victories and like Batman, Arkham Asylum, and Arkham City. Uh, Assassin's Creed, both probably. Of the- Assassin's Creed, yeah, both of them. Like you know, it's not a big deal if you miss them. Like, if you miss the buttons that you're supposed to hit yeah. or whatever. Um, in a way, uh, Mario RPG and the Mario and Luigi series also have these type of things with their super moves. Like, for example, one of the power-ups, uh, Mario and Luigi are kicking a shell at the enemy, and you have to time it so that each time it hits, you have, if you hit it right, it gets extra damage and stuff like that. Yeah. And Which like said, Legend of Paper Mario, right? Wasn't Paper Mario first? Well, Super Mario RPG came out before no. Paper Mario. Oh, yeah, that's true. But yeah, Paper Mario used the same mechanic. But yeah, would, would that be considered a quick time? I don't know. I, maybe not. It's it, that's built into the gameplay. I had this as a separate thing because I wasn't sure if it counts. Uh, because I mean, it, I guess it's a time button push, which is kind of like a quick time event. I mean, it's the same kind of mechanics. But for example, Guitaru Man in there's battle mode, so you're kind of one one way you're following the. Uh, the notes and another way is it just slams you with a bunch of buttons kind of like ddr in a way so then i thought ddr uh guitar man rhythm games like final fantasy theater rhythm left in a, and in some ways you're just watching a cutscene play above while you're just hitting the buttons with the music so is yeah is a, is a rhythm game kind of blurring the line between that and quick time events i wouldn't i wouldn't say so i like I, I could I could see someone arguing that those are kind of in the same vein in a way yeah. that a rhythm game is almost modeled off of quick time events, but it w- it's its own genre completely. I wouldn't really want to say that. Oh yeah, Guitar Hero is a quick time event. <laughs> it's a long goes, quick time event. It's a very yeah, yeah exactly yeah. FF thirteen. Oh sorry, that's Sigi, go standard. Ahead. That's standard. I think like fatalities in Mortal Kombat or like in Killer Instinct, they will count as quick time event too, right? Yeah, he's kind of right. If we're kind of if we're saying that you know the Mario timed attacks in in Mario mm-hmm. RPG games are quick time attacks or quick time events, then then I would agree with Seiji that 
uh, finishing moves in Mortal Kombat are, are the same in the exact same vein as timed attacks. And well, here's why I think it's not the same. With well, maybe this will help in a way. So quick time events give you button prompts. They're not hidden or anything. You have to hit them at the right time. So I think they need to be timed and they need to be buttons that you know you're supposed to hit. And with with, with uh, fatalities, you just input a, a series of of buttons, right? They're not like yeah. uh, falling so on screen have prompts. To break the, the the fourth wall a, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I say because we we almost never completely agree. I say that uh, QTEs must have on-screen prompts. If they don't have on-screen prompts, then they're not QTEs. What about I would agree with that. Just, just, just to draw the line somewhere, is we, I would agree to that. What were you saying, Sage? What about touch control? Touch control. Oh, so what? can you think of any games that have uh, that uh, kind of thing going on mobile? Oh, and then series or... Oh, yeah. That, yeah. So, well, that's Elite, a rhythm game, though. Elite, but you're, in a way, Agent. you're right. Uh, and in mobile... What what was it? Infinity something? Wasn't there like a like um, it was a really nice looking mobile game like five six years ago. I was thinking it was on an iPhone, and it was basically just it was just like you tap a, a button here and there for the fight, and that was it. I thought it was something like Infinity something. Infinity Blade. That sounds like it would be it. That oh, yeah. yeah yeah. Isn't that just kind of <laughs> QTE like a cinematic that you're watching and tapping along with? I think so. I think it was a whole game built around that idea. Yeah. Yeah. That 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 game is is kind of just like a, a quick time event. I've played Interesting. it. Interesting. QT man, they I think they can be fun. Uh, but I don't know. I, I, they but like Sagey said earlier, they just they don't have any sort of like the the depth and challenges is there the first time if it's good, but then after that you're kind of it's you know it's coming up every time. So it's not very fun the second time. Like on a on a secondary playthrough of the game kind of thing. Yeah, is that what you, you mean? Yeah, or, because yeah. it's static, right? It's always the same thing no matter what, as opposed to sometimes. Like, sometimes though, what they'll do, and it, it's almost infuriating when they do it, is that oh, you do a quick time event, but you didn't quite get it right, so you fail, then you have to start over again, and then they switch the buttons up. So instead of having uh, to push B, yeah. you have to push A, and then so so sometimes they they do. The little bit they can in some cases to give you some variety like right. that. But in the end, all you're doing is pressing a different button. What I don't like, and this is more from Final Fantasy XIII 2, a game I do like, is that if there's no challenge to them and you're just – they pop up and you're like hit triangle and, and it gives you plenty of time. It's not very hard. It's like what's the point at that, at that point? Now I'm just tapping a button along casually. I need it to be, at least be somewhat challenging and I need to fail. I need to be able to fail. Yeah. Even well, I think I think it, it needs to be quick. It, you can't yes. have that button prompt on there for too long. I think the most important part of the quick time event is that word "quick." They need to be fast. You need to be quick. You must not have a lot of time to succeed in the event. Uh, there, right? there we go. Shall we be? just we just right? broke it down. Oh my god! <laughs> well, we still have about five minutes left. Uh, do you have anything else to say about quick time event? The order that game was just <laughs> one long quick time event. The order <sighs> had its breaks of gameplay. <laughs> there is significant this. breaks. Seiji, you've been quiet this episode. Do you want to rant about something? Anything in the in the world of games that's that's irritating you lately? That is irritating me. Yeah, anything. We've we've talked about quick time events. We have about five minutes. What's bothering you, Seiji? Nothing really. Oh, okay, it's a good week. Um, everybody's happy. No one is upset. This- Except for stuff not coming over here, like the Great Ace Attorney. Yeah. You could learn Japanese, and then you could play it. That's it's true. easy, right? It's so yeah, easy. Just yeah. Learn. Oh, on a separate note, so October is, what, 
now, today, right now, we're, it's October right now, and this month, Cartridge Club is playing Dead Space. I think I mentioned it last week. Well, yeah, I, I bought I, Dead Space 1 and 2 today, and so I'm going, I'm going to at least play through Dead Space this month. Dead Space had... Oh, shit. It, all tied it together. Did. It did, yeah. I, it did, yeah. I, just, I, I always uh, think of Resident Evil 4 Dead Space. So similar. And That's a good thing, though, because yeah. Resident Evil... Oh, so I don't want to... That reminds me of something. So next week, we're going to have P2 on for a fun little show. That's exciting. And then that's episode 97. And then we have th- two more till our episode 100. And I don't want to spoil anything, but our wizard, Seiji, has been building quite... I don't know what, quite the the thing to support. <laughs> How can we tease this without revealing exactly what it is? But uh, so so to end it up, uh, can, how do we tease our hundredth episode? How do we what? Sorry? How do we tease it? How do we make people excited? Like without revealing exactly what it is? Uh, We've been working hard on it for a while. Yeah. And Seiji condensed maybe a month's work into like a weekend's work. We could do like a small little audio play that kind of. Like, I don't know, maybe we're all, like, dying or something, and it's like, oh, no, but we have to get this out before <laughs> before the end. <laughs> all right. Like a little audio play. You know what I mean? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, shit. Okay, I'll explain it to you later. Well, I mean, I know what an audio play is, but I don't yeah. know what you want. But, like, a little skit. I mean, like, right now, we're not going to improvise a skit. No, not right now. I mean, like, before episode <laughs> But that's 100. what he's asking. He's oh, asking what right we can do now. right now. <laughs> yeah, oh, shit. I thought you were talking about, like, uh... Like before, like on a, on like ninety nine episode oh. or something. See how excited we are, people but who are listening. Episode of one hundred would be in this month, right? Yes, I, I yeah. think it will be in Halloween. Actually, it might actually be the Halloween time. around Halloween. Okay. Oh man, that is what scary. does that mean? Oh man, we didn't. See, we, so we should do a Halloween episode on the week before then, because we're not going to have time that episode. That episode is going to be like a massive multi-parter, probably, because it's huge. It's huge, people. You don't even understand. <laughs> I'd say right. I'd say the teaser for episode 100 is just the fact that it's going to be probably a double, potentially even a triple episode topics, so. and it has to do with 100. It's, it's huge. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's huge. Give it it's probably gonna, saying that. <laughs> it's probably going to be pretty controversial. It, yes, I agree. It's going to be huge. It's going to be tremendous. It's probably going to be the best, the best episode ever. We're all uh, going to break off and start doing our own shows after this because we're going to hate each other. <laughs> yeah, we'll probably oh, there'll probably not. be a lot of hate. I when we I definitely will want to explain how we came to the conclusion that we come to, but that's for that that's for that episode. We we Sage has to go today, so we should probably end end now, I guess. Unless you guys have anything else pressing that you want to tell people who listen. Well, let's, quick quick thing, quick time yeah. events. Let's give a yay or nay for everybody. Yay! Oh, yay! 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 Nay! <laughs> yay! Asterisk if it's done well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yay to that. Yeah, so so you know, just do a good job and 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 yay, it's good. All right, so Cartridge Club, like I said, next week we're gonna have. Uh, did I say P two from Cartridge Club is coming on next week with us? So we're gonna do a little top ten list uh, from games from two thousand six to now. So that should be fun. Actually, other other people in the Cartridge Club are already posting their own up, so that's kind of interesting. Yeah, so bonusbro dot com, Facebook, Twitter. Spoiler alert! Oh, that. oh hey yeah. Rob, do yes. you remember that that comment uh, P2 sent us that about uh, probably our Nintendo games was gonna decrease because? Oh yeah, because of <laughs> I think he underestimated. I think we I because at first when he said that, so so P2 said that he thinks that you'll see way less Nintendo games on your top ten because you're cutting off everything before 2006. And my first thought was, yeah, maybe, I guess he's, he's probably right. But I underestimated all the games that have come out in the last 10 years. 
Yep. And and Sage being the biggest Wii U fanboy of us all, I mean, you have like five of your favorite games are already on the system, so it's going to be easy for you. Devil's Third, number one. Devil's Third, Game Party, and <laughs> uh, and uh, one of those horse racing game Barbie games. Or the or Bratz or whatever it was. Yeah. Sage had. <laughs> High school Some high, whatever. whatever. Yeah, that was <laughs> it. Yeah. All right, well, let's wrap this up. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Sorry, this episode's a little weird. We we just got we started late today. We don't have much time, and there's some weird editing issues. Uh, so you know, it'll get better. Everything everything gets better until it get worse. All right, well, thank you for listening. This is Rob, Shelby, Left, and Sagey. All right, see you guys. <laughs>